0: Welcome to Financial Talks with Jude and Ed. Today we're going to be talking about success. Now Ed, I want to ask you a question. What does success mean to you and do you feel successful?
1: Yeah, so success to me in this day and age is that I'm happy Uh, I feel positive. I feel motivated when I wake up every morning to be the best person and best version of myself. And, you know, I also want to make an impact, make a change when I wake up. And and I kind of know like I'm in a good space. Uh, And for me, that is success. Uh, It took me a while to get to this place because when I was younger, I thought that success meant cars and money and houses. And I think, I think that is definitely a part of success, but there's a lot more to success. And uh, uh, for me, it's, it's the impact that I have on people. And that's kind of like a big uh, 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 deal for me when I, when I measure success. Uh, what about you?
0: I think, you know, I, I understand a lot of what you're saying and I agree with a lot of what you're saying and I, I love it because, you know, what I think of success is like everyone has a different perspective of success and success for me is ever changing. And I think when I was younger, I was a lot like you when you were younger, thinking about success as, you know, part of the cars, the clothes, the houses, the money and Like you said, that does play a part in success and the way that we all measure success in a way. But I also feel like, you know, as I grew older, that success means a lot more than that. It means to me that, you know, you're keeping you, your family, your close ones happy through your way of bringing uh, food to the table right? There's a lot of people out there grinding every day, working hard every day, and they're doing all sorts of different jobs. And it doesn't matter what they're doing for me. I think, you know, as long as they're providing for their family and for their home and they're keeping their head above water and most importantly are happy, I think that's what success is, right? Like as long as that person and the people surrounding him are happy, they're in a good place, I think that's what success is. And success is different for me and you. It's different for everyone. In my eyes, I might see someone as successful and another person's eyes, they might not see that individual as successful, but it all differs with the way we all are
1: yeah I I absolutely agree and like there's nothing wrong if your measure of success is really nice cars or if it's a big house I think that's like a very valid way for you to kind of feel like you're successful and um, yeah I just wanted to say like I don't think that there's anything wrong with having that as your version of success
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I agree I agree I think you know like that's a definite easy way to kind of point out success but there's other factors that you know some people overlook which is like how satisfied someone is with their standard of living and how happy they are with that as well.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh Jude, I got some questions for you. Uh what's the biggest factor that's kind of helped you be successful?
0: I think the biggest factor was just being open-minded, just understanding that from I can learn from anyone and everyone. I can learn from, you know, from my 2-year-old kid to someone who's been doing their job for the last 30 40 years it doesn't matter who you are we can learn from anyone and everyone like you can go on the street and find a random person and know that that person could teach you something that you don't already know and i think that's the difference between successful people and you know people that aren't successful and I think that it's like being open-minded and understanding that there's other opinions out there and being able to take other opinions and also have some critical thinking because just because people have different opinions doesn't mean that you might agree with it or it might not even be factually correct or whatnot but being able to hear what others have to say and to critically think and Taking their opinion and not be biased about something, I think that's what makes someone successful. I think, you know, there's a lot to learn out there, whether it be from financial uh, lessons to life lessons or habits or worth ethics or just, you know, routines. We have a lot to learn from other people and we can take the best from what we learn and incorporate into your daily routines. I love it. I I actually think
1: that when I look at the people around me, I am a little bit of everyone around me because when I see something that I like from them, I'll imitate it. And then I'll implement it into my personal life. And you're right. You could just literally learn from anybody in this world, whether uh, it's, let's say, a nanny or a CEO or anybody, you know, in between, regardless what job, what age. Uh, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I love that you used your two-year-old is mm-hmm. teaching you new things because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people think it's a one-way street that you would be teaching the two-year-old, but the value that, that you kind of like extract from that two-year-old and being humble enough to, to learn from a two-year-old. Right. I think that in itself is a is a huge uh, factor. Right. For success.
0: Yeah. Hundred percent. I think imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Right. Like when I see something being done well. Yeah. When I see something being done well, like I'm like, damn, like, why haven't I thought of that? I'm going to be doing that from now on. That's just smart and that's just effective and efficient. And we should all be doing that. And we see that everywhere we go. We see that in the workplace. We see that in our personal lives. And I think, you know, if you're not doing that and you're you're closed-minded and you're not trying to develop and learn and grow, then, you know, you're going to tap out at a certain point. And I think we're, humans are just ambitious people. We always want more. We're not satisfied with what we have. And if you are, then great. That's amazing. I wish I had that trait. Because, you know, I'm not satisfied with what I have. Not saying that I don't have a lot. It's just saying that I want um, to grow and learn more. And it might not just be material things. It could be like from experiences or from different things that you might be taking on. It's just there's a wealth of knowledge out there. And you should continue continuously grow and continuously experience things. Because we only live once, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. You you you're never too old to learn something new, and the world is constantly changing. So you know, ten years ago, uh, something like social media, YouTube, that was never around, and now you have social media marketing as. Uh, real careers jobs mm. things that just never existed 10 years ago so yeah no i absolutely love it i i think myself um one factor that's helped me be successful is always trying to find the positive in in anything and learning that you you're gonna lose in life right you can't win all the time but learn from your losses and continue trying to just be as positive as possible know that you know things are going to be okay continue trying never give up and i feel like those are just some big big um factors right in terms of like my success yeah Um,
0: yeah i think you know you hit something on the nail um, right on the head there you know like I think positively positivity is important and I think when someone's beating you over the head whether it be your parents whether it be your boss whether it be your spouse whether it be your friends whether it be anyone when they're beating you over their your head and they're criticizing you and telling you something listen to them don't shut them out listen to them some of what they say might be valid Listen to them, take in that information and try to start bettering yourself on what it is. You know, people aren't coming down on you because they want to come down on you. I think humans in general are good people. Everyone just sees things in a different way and they're trying to explain to you in a, in their best way of communicating. Now, that way might not be great, but it's your responsibility to dissect dis- like basically translate that into a language that you understand and take away things from there and kind of just make a better roadmap so in the future you don't fall into those traps.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I got some question like in terms of mistakes. We're talking a lot about positivity and successful habits, but uh, what mistakes have
0: you made along the way? I made a ton of mistakes and I think that's the reason why I became successful because or I'm becoming successful because it's like what I said last time a lot of people will beat you over the head with some advice or some criticism and you know I got it in my workplace when I did something poorly or I got it um Even when you're doing something good, there's always something you can improve on in the workplace. Or I've gotten it at home, whether it be with your parents or whatnot. And, you know, there's been things I've done and i failed that. And I've just got back up, learned from my mistakes, and tried not to make that mistake again. Because once you learn from that mistake, you shouldn't be making those same mistakes. And I think that, you know, the people that get up, and off uh, the people that learn from their mistakes and are able to get up and kind of utilize that experience to make a better version of themselves are the ones that can succeed. Because if go ahead and fail, 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 because it's all about trial and error. To innovate, you you have to fail and you have to get better. I think the the world now, and especially our education system, it's not teaching kids how to fail and by not teaching kids how to fail we're not teaching them how to be creative right we're not teaching them hey there's another way to look at this right (laughs) there's another way we can think about this right not everyone's going to fit in the same box and we want you to try to find a different way to solve this problem don't follow the same way everyone else has and i think that's what made me a little different is because you know i was I wasn't a dumb kid or anything like that, but I didn't, like, my biggest mistake was probably earlier on when I, you know, failed the whole grade and whatever, and, you know, just because I failed the whole grade, a lot of people were saying, you know, you're not going to university or you're not going to be doing this, you're not going to be doing that, but I kept my head down and I just kept working hard. I ended up going to university, graduating and getting a degree and everything like that, and I think because of those experiences, I am who I am now. Where even if I hear criticism, I don't take it um, in a way where I block it out. I listen to it. I take what I can from it, and I move forward.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. That's um. It's it's important. It's important. I love how you talk about just taking in the feedback that you're receiving, even if it's not positive, because there's a reason why people are saying it, and maybe you're not able to see it right now, uh, but right, like maybe in time, like maybe you just kind of somebody needs to just keep hammering it home. So mm. I know I I agree with you. I, I um I love it. Um, I think like for me, some mistakes that I've made along the way, um, double-edged sword, but self-confidence, sometimes people do portray that as cockiness or I have this like high degree of confidence that whatever I'm doing is correct. And when you're wrong, you look bad. You mm. look like you're, you don't know what you're talking about or uh, you're immature because you know, you didn't have um I guess like a sense of humbleness mm-hmm. to your approach. So I, I think self-confidence is huge because it's helped me uh do things that, you know, I didn't care what anybody said. I'm doing it because I want to do it. And if mm-hmm. somebody says something negative, I'll use that as fuel to my fire to mm-hmm. prove them wrong, mm-hmm. right? But I also think there's times I think I know what the answer is because I feel like I maybe I've worked hard enough or maybe I didn't work hard enough, but I just think I know the answer and I see it, and I'm just wrong, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I could say for me that, that's kind of like a mistakes that I've made along the way, but I don't regret any of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a question about like decision making. Uh, you look back. Uh, most successful people uh, they've had to you know pick between like a rock and a hard place when it comes to decisions Uh, what was the hardest decision you've ever had to make
0: the hardest decision I've ever had to make you know honestly I can't really think of one right now for the hardest decision I have I had to make I think there's a a bunch of small hard decisions that are always happening throughout my life. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, it compounds. I don't think I had a major hard decision I've had to make. It was more like Mm -hmm. multiple decisions that come at you. And I think that those multiple decisions come at you. And if you make a series of bad decisions, they compound and compound and compound and you get into this endless loop of uh bad decision making like when you go back to um when you go back and say what was the hard what was your biggest fail in life I think my I had a series of hard decisions from maybe when I was 16 all the way till when I was maybe 19 of very small stupid decisions but you know everyone's making those type of decisions when they're a kid and then I had a little break from that and then Again, it started up maybe when I was 21, 22. And then, you know, it's just compounding decisions of just making decisions rashly, not thinking about it. And just, you know, I think now I will sit down and think about a decision before I react on it.
1: Yeah, I, I love it. I think um, some kind of like when it, when it comes to making a decision, let's say I uh, feel like it's a no win or... I feel like I kind of have to like take two, two bads, um, like don't treat, treat whatever situation with love Mm -hmm. and with, with compassion and with empathy. And I know that sounds a little bit weird, uh, but I, I truly believe when I have a hard decision to make, um, I need to trust that. Let's just say I, let's say, uh, you know, I want to treat people good and I want to make the best decision and, and. You know, I I really just try to, to approach every decision with love and not be negative towards a, a, a hard decision and then make a negative decision mm-hmm. or make a decision irrational. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of just sticking to my guns. Like, I got here in life mm-hmm. because... I trusted people that had, you know, great work ethic Mm -hmm. and people who uh, wanted to get better every day. And I would look at them, try to imitate them. And, you know, like I realized you, you really got to treat, you know, a lot of these hard decisions with compassion in your heart and just kind of see both sides of a story and, you know, kind of like give benefit of the doubt because I do think people are good in general. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah and like even if you got to make a hard decision let's say it's letting somebody go because of performance like you try to do it with the most empathy and like the most genuine way possible so that they can see like yeah you know what it was a hard decision that i had to make i wish i didn't
0: have to make this decision but i have to mm-hmm. right and like let me kind of maybe help i have a quick question for you have you ever felt yep. like um have you ever delayed a decision because you know it was going to be bad like when you're going through and be like you know what i'll let you know i'll let you know instead of you already knew the answer why didn't you just say the answer at that time have you ever had those situations
1: yeah and i think that's more when i was younger and now i just decide to face my uh problems or conversations Mm -hmm. head on right away uh and i just feel like i've swept things under the rug and then what happens is i blow up Mm -hmm. rather than short releases right of oh like i'm upset or i'm annoyed here or it's a scary conversation right or whatever it is but let's just go at it head on because everything's going to be okay in life Yeah, i truly believe
0: i can't i can handle anything in life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i agree with you i agree with you i have a quick question so you know we talked about a few things do you have tips On a young person maybe just getting into school or becoming an entrepreneur thinking about what to do what are your tips in helping them become successful
1: um I would say just never give up uh you shared an interesting um uh it was an Instagram uh meme or you know information and they said like on a YouTube video, if you want to get a thousand followers, you need to make 161 videos Mm -hmm. on average, Mm -hmm. right? And What that just shows you is, you know, you, you just continually, just never gave up. You really believed in what you were doing. You believe you had value. You, you, you felt that there was kind of like a niche market out there that wanted to, you know, view your content, listen to your content, whatever it is. And you just kept going at it. And I think like it's, Sometimes we we stop because of fear of failure, right? And we have to kind of say, failure is going to happen. Let's embrace it. Mm -hmm. Let's learn from it. And let's never give up.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. And now, you know, I think it's fear of failure and also fear of putting yourself out there. Right. You know, having, for example, this podcast, I feel like putting ourselves out there is also a hard thing to do. And especially with the people that know of you or know you they know what you're talking about they know what you're doing so I think that's a big thing too another thing I want to say is what I think what you know a kid is should be doing is continue doing what you're doing whether it being going to school trying to become an entrepreneur or doing anything else but you know In your spare time, add things that are going to add to your toolkit, you know, whether it be joining a volunteer uh, association or becoming a board member or doing a podcast or doing a YouTube channel or doing whatever, like just pick up a bunch of different things and keep doing different things and adding more things to your toolkit. See what interests you, you, see what you love and continue to work. Now, you hear a lot of entrepreneurs say, Hey, like you don't need a degree to become an entrepreneur. I think that's true too, but I don't think you're losing any value in getting the degree while being an entrepreneur. It does. No one says you can't do both. And I think it's like, you know, if you want to be an entrepreneur, follow that dream, but you know, Mm -hmm. try the school out too. And you can determine how much time each thing is taking. And if the entrepreneur thing is blowing up where you're not, you don't have as much time, you can drop it to part-time and then it blows up even more where you don't have time at all. Then you drop, you can drop school altogether because you know that this, your business has just blown up. But I feel like you can always have time to do one course or two course courses. And I still am educating myself now, even though I'm, done school and whatever
1: yeah and it goes back to just never stopping to learn Mm -hmm. like always try to learn and do something different yeah like even for me Um, I felt like I wasn't maybe at the financial uh, level that I wanted to be. So I would be working full-time at the bank and I'd always either be learning something, whether it's my studies, or I'd be working part-time and uh, let's say driving Uber or folding clothes overnight at a retail shop. Mm -hmm. It's, It's just being humble enough to say, you know what, I'm here to work. I want to, I'm okay with sweating with my, for my paycheck. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to really like, just, just keep going, just keep going at it. And, and, you know, like I said, never giving up. So, but
0: here's my thing. Like if you weren't doing Uber or if you weren't folding your clothes at a retail store, what would you have been doing? Right. And then the other thing is, are you not learning skills, whether you're driving Uber or folding close at retail stores you understand that retail environment you understand the way it works after hours you understand how people do the stocking or the the logistics or the the way that the store is laid out like those are things you end up learning just by being there and for uber you learn how the organization works you know how the technology works you know how customer service works you know how like you're just learning a bunch of things you wouldn't learn you know what i mean
1: Yeah, like, I knew what was going on in the city. And it's not like I was going to these events. It's just that and this we're talking pre pandemic, it's just I would be picking up uh, clients and we would just naturally talk about, oh, where are you headed? What are you doing? And the amount of information I got Mm -hmm. was uh, invaluable. So no, I agree. A- anything you're doing, you know, I-, I think like if you're if you're watching TV for a long amount of time, or you're not kind of like doing things where you're learning something new or staying active or whatever it is, uh, it could be like detrimental, right? Mm-hmm. So you always just go out there, set some mini goals. Maybe it's to earn an extra hundred dollars because I want to pay off my visa or pay off the phone bill or whatever it is, right? And and being humble enough to do whatever it takes to get that goal achieved.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you for sure. Like, it's just about the daily grind. I think I was watching an interview about Kevin Hart and he's like, you know, when he was first starting out or when he wasn't famous, you're out there grinding every day, grinding every single day. And, you know, it seems like nothing's changing. It seems like you're just... Running into a wall, but that grinding every single day leads to small incremental changes in yourself and your behavior, the way you are that's bettering yourself. But you just don't notice because it's just these tiny incremental changes, but they compound just like compounding interest, just like investing, just like your mortgage, everything. You just need to keep on it daily grind, go hard, go home, repeat
1: love it yeah and and also listen to your body like you know if you are working let's say 10 days straight and you know you just need to kind of take a day off for mental health physical health like do it as well, right? I, I think we need to look at the overall body of work. We want you, you're gonna be grinding and, and, and trying to achieve success and it might take you 40 years, right? So you can't just burn out after one or two years. You really have to kind of look at it at the long game, but every day, every day, you should try to do something that betters yourself. So yeah, no, I, I love the Kevin Hart mentality. Um, I, if you could start all over again, Okay, you get this one wish. Start all over again. What would you do differently?
0: What I would do differently? I wouldn't do anything differently. Just because, you know, I always ask myself this question. And I'm like, you know what? If I did anything differently, I might not have my two year old or my one on the way. So <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. I'm okay. But, you know, in a way, let's to answer that question, I think what I would have done differently is. Follow my passion early on and as a kid, understand early on that it starts early, man. Like, you don't realize how early it starts for you to become successful where you want to be. It starts at an early time.
1: And, and when you mean early, do you mean like, do you mean 15? Do you mean seven years old, three years old? Like, what do you mean? I
0: mean, like, you can start the grind early, you know? Like, I see a lot of these kids nowadays are becoming entrepreneurs. Like, I would love to be an entrepreneur. I still want to be an entrepreneur. I'm trying to find my groove. But, you know, I think starting early, finding something, being failing repeated, repetitively, as you're a young kid because you can right there's not much risk when you're a kid either starting up like you know i i wish i signed up for more clubs or ran for student president or whatever like i just wish i experienced a lot more things at a as soon as possible instead of thinking oh i'm too cool for this or whatever you know what i mean
1: Love it. Yeah, that's actually the Mark Cuban advice where, you know, you just kind of, you're young, it's okay if you fail. When you claim bankruptcy, just saying worst case scenario, let's say you bankrupt your visa for $5,000 at 19 it's not as as, as uh, um, uh, impactful in your life as when you did it with, let's say, at 40 with, you know, your children now being impacted or your spouse, mm-hmm. and, you know, when you're younger, you just, you're right. The the, 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 the failure, the, the downside is a lot less where the upside is a lot more. Mm-hmm. So you know, when you take advantage of those younger years, fail, 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 do as many new things as you can. And, uh, you know, you're, you're not going to regret it because you're just adding more uh, tools to your toolkit, mm-hmm. right? Um, what's, last, last question uh, before we wrap up, what's uh, one change, I, you're talking to me, what's one change I should make right now to help me get closer to my
0: success? One thing, Ed should change right now? I yeah, let's know, just man, say, or I you- don't know, you exude some serious confidence over there like you were saying. So, <laughs> you know, one thing you could change. Honestly, I think you're, you're doing a good job. I think, you know, you're always grinding. You're always trying to grow. You're always doing something different. You're down to do something different. And I think you're that, that to me, is successful. And, you know, I, I, I don't know you well enough. I'm not watching you day to day. But, I, you know, I think you're good, man. I think, you know, you know yourself better than I do, right? Why don't you tell me what you think you need to be, change
1: yeah, I think, um, I think one thing that I probably need to, to change is I should probably dabble in some more new things, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like being in a pandemic, like I'm kind of like, you know, getting into like certain little habits, right. Of, um, You know, just kind of relaxing, maybe a little bit more, versus like trying to do something new. Whether it's, uh, you know, what? Let me learn a dance, or I should learn uh, more things about Microsoft Office or Team, Mm -hmm. whatever. Go learn about cloud, man.
0: Cloud's gonna, it's 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 there.
1: I love it. Yeah, so. That's definitely um, some things that I think I can, um, I should be doing right now to help me get closer to my success. Jude, I love it. I love it. We had some great, um, great talks today about success. Thanks guys for listening to Financial Talks with Jude and Ed. Follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Check us out on Instagram at EdwardTheBanker, one word, at Jude talks until next time.